1: Seeker Hour brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. And as the intro said, you can read this magazine at www.spiritseeker.com. We are read online throughout um, the U.S. and into Europe, and we are published as a print magazine in the Midwest. So the print magazine goes to Chicago, St. Louis, Kansas City, and Columbia, Missouri. Uh, we also just you know it's interesting we're adding Arkansas and Indianapolis is begging for us to come there, so that'll probably be our next uh Midwest print print city, but please read us online and um the magazine online is growing it will continue to grow uh because we can publish way more pages online than actually paying for the printing so So do take time to read us and on the spirit seeker website if you click. On the uh, Blog Talk Radio icon in the left-hand corner, over two years of shows are archived, and you can listen to all of these wonderful interviews at your leisure. And a lot of people just listen through, the, through their iPod, and you know, they, I get emails all the time thanking me for shows that are even a year old. Uh, there's two ways you can favorite our show. You can do it through Blog Talk Radio. There's a, a favorite link. What that does is it lets the Blog Talk Whoever it is up in the sky who control all the different shows, if you like the show or favorite it, then it moves us closer to the front of the pages, which just allows us to reach more people. You can also send an email to info at spiritseeker.com, and we will add you to our SacroSanct Spirit Seeker Friends email list, and then we will also send you a notice that way of upcoming shows and different events. I'm going to be bringing my guest on in just a couple of moments, but I want to, uh, want to mention some of the Midwest events that Spirit Seeker is supporting and sponsoring. The first one is Celebrate Your Life. That will be this weekend in Chicago, Illinois, June 8th through 11th, with such uh, speakers as Marian Williamson, Don Miguel, and Jose Ruiz, Neil Donald Walsh, Barbara Mark uh, Marks Hubbard, Michael Bernard Beckwith, Carolyn Mays, and Ricky will also be with uh, Michael Beckwith, and on and on. All of this is at the CelebrateYourLife.org. Spirit Seeker Magazine has been a uh, sponsor of this event for six years, and our magazine will be in every single bag. Okay, so then we go from that to uh, Marianne Williamson will be in St. Louis for a... 10 to 5 workshop on June 16th and if you want information on that it is in the June issue of Spirit Seeker we're also supporting Sonia choquette's visit uh, to Unity in Kansas City and that will be later this summer August 24th to 25th our, our big thing that we're a sponsor of new this year is the Midwest Premier Bhakti Fest there will be over 40 hours of kirtan devotional chanting over 30 yoga classes and workshops and this is June 29th through july 1st and that is in madison wisconsin now on your way back you may as well just stop in chicago and visit Amachi Amachi the hugging saint will be um performing her miracle with her loving hugs and then of course you should come to st louis on july 15th because we have spirit seekers 27th holistic living expo okay so that's a lot happening in the midwest that's wisconsin illinois kansas city and st louis um and now i'm going to bring on our guest Uh, Father Joshua, who is going to be our keynote speaker at Spirit Seekers uh, July Expo. And, uh, Father Joshua, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, great. Good morning. Thank you for your patience with all my announcements.
0: Oh, patience, patience. We all have to have patience.
1: Ah. So, well I'm just going to tell the listeners a little bit about about you and um you know listeners you can find out a lot of this from Father Joshua's website which is psychicsurgeon.org and uh Father Joshua's been doing this work for many years. He's uh helped thousands and thousands of people. Uh, with his wonderful healing gifts and you know there are different people who have shared their experience Um, and you know the first time I ever heard about the psychic surgery myself was back in I guess it was 1992 with Alex Arbido and um, you know that was my first introduction Uh, so Father Joshua just tell us about yourself how you know what your life was like as a child because it sounds like even as a child you knew you had some unusual gifts.
0: Well, uh, as a child, uh, from the time I was an infant till I was about 11 years old, I spent uh, most of that time in a hospital, in a Children's Hospital. I was uh, allergic to uh, just about everything. I had no immune system, and I lived in oxygen most of the time, like a like the boy in the bubble did. And uh, then, when uh, actually the medical profession kind of gave up on doing any work on me uh they sent me home and it seems like once i stopped taking medicine i guess god had a different different reason and i didn't die like they thought i was going to die so by the time i was 15 years old i was almost like a normal child and during that time uh there was a situation that happened a friend of mine fell down broke his leg and couple of us went to get his parents and a little voice spoke to me and said push the bone in because the bone had come through the skin so i was used to hearing spirits because of they were my playmates when i was an infant when i was a child in the hospital so i pushed the bone in they took him to the hospital the bleeding stopped and when they x-rayed him, the bone had already started mending so uh those are those are the things and then as I got older the the spirit would put me into situations and tell me what to do, so it just uh mushed from from that point on.
1: You know it's interesting um I'm sure you've heard of Edgar Cayce and oh yes you know I mean he would go into the trance like state and just give these elaborate very detailed diagnoses and recommendations and come out and not remember one part of it. You know no. this almost sounds like take that to the next level and you're the one doing what was prescribed by spirit.
0: Well all of us that do any kind of I think any kind of healing work uh, I mean our job is to listen to spirit to do what Spirit guides us to do, and we are the, uh, as you might say, the physical representation that the Holy Spirit uses to work through us to uh, help others uh, in their in their healing and in their emotional clearing, and you know, bringing more balance into their life. Because no matter what what the illness is or how it's caused, uh, there must be a shift in in each individual, and the big shift is that they must kind of look at life a little bit different, mm-hmm. the, to let go of of the anger and the judgment and the fear and the insecurity that has been created by traumas in their life. And if you can get someone to do that, then uh, to me, their, their physical body may not be healed, but their spirit is really healed. Mm-hmm. Which and To is me, that's much. what it's about
1: that makes total sense what you just said and Um, You know, listeners, here are some of the conditions, uh, and there's way more, but these are some of the illnesses that psychic surgery uh, by Father Joshua can address. He just talked about, you know, one of the first times he did anything was with a broken bone outside of the leg, you know, so um, that's a complex fracture. So aches, pains, addictions, adrenal problems, uh, working with, uh, with AIDS, arthritis, asthma, Endometriosis, Lou Gehrig's disease, um, macular degeneration, multiple sclerosis. I'm just naming a few, by the way. Um, sexual uh, diseases, thyroid problems, uterine problems, kidney disorders, uh, Kundalini illness, which is you know when you have an imbalance in the energy system, in the Kundalini system, migraines, Graves disease, you know, with the thyroid. There's just so many um, different things that this can work with, and. Father Joshua will be in St. Louis. Uh, He's our keynote speaker at the July 15th Spirit Seeker Expo, and he'll be speaking from 1 until 2 o'clock p.m. um, and then doing private sessions on uh, Monday, July 16th through Friday, uh, that Friday, and then teaching... A workshop on Saturday, and so um, all of the locations are to be announced. We're working out all the details, but we do know that the um, the workshop on Saturday will be in St. Louis, right right near the city county border. So, um, why don't we talk about uh, the the workshop, Father Joshua? Just so, um, because I know that you're going to be teaching, if I understand correctly, some acupressure points that have never been taught before that you have come to know through your work.
0: Yes, yes. The the pressure points that that I've uh, actually, I've written a small book about it, and uh, they're points that the spirit has shown me down over the last 40 years of doing this work. uh, That, uh, you know, they don't work like acupressure points. They don't work off of meridians, but they work directly with the organs and the various things. Like there's a point in the the cheekbone that, that actually fixes glaucoma. Uh, You know, there's a number of different things like that. We'll also be teaching some energy work, uh, how to stop internal bleeding without touching the body, how to bring people out of comas. Um, There's a number of techniques like that, uh, working with the energy and, and working not just on the physical body but also on the etheric body, and that's where you don't touch the body at all and have good results with it. So
1: this is fascinating, and th- this workshop uh, is so reasonably priced. It's from 9 until 5 on uh, Saturday, July 21st. The, um, the As I said, the hours are 9 to 5, and you can prepay for the workshop, which is what I would recommend. Um, it's 125 for the whole day, and then the – Sessions will be from ten to five, possibly nine to five, depending on how um how it works but right now we have sessions scheduled from ten to five uh July sixteenth through the twentieth and um all you have to do is call the Spirit seeker office at six three six Five three zero seven five seven nine, or send an email to info at com, and then I will send you a link and you can register for everything and prepay and schedule your session and um, all of the above. But we're just really, you know, absolutely delighted that you are coming to St. Louis and you're coming with Ricky Utuck. Um,
0: right. sound yeah. healer, yeah. you Rick, and Ricky. Rick. Oh, Ricky, yeah, we're, we're tied together at the hips. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, I mean, I know you just came back from Hawaii, and you had a fabulous time. I haven't really talked
0: to Ricky, I've just been back and forth. um, Well, Ricky's a very good vibrational healer and and just an incredible human being. Uh, I remember six years ago when Ricky came to me, and he says, Father Joshua, I want to be a healer, and I just said, simply show up, do the work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And he's taken off. I mean, he's just incredible what he can do.
1: He was just in St. Louis. I forget what month. It was a couple months ago. It I was I think it was in April actually. And you know, he told me what hours he could work and I said, Well, Ricky, are you willing to go beyond that? Well, I could stay on Friday. I said, No, 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 no. Friday's finished Spirit Seeker Day <laughs> I, said, <laughs> and I forget where I had something else going on. So we just extended his days and he just he just beams, you know. Oh, he logs. is. He I just know.
0: he's just he's incredible. He's no. just an incredible human being and I love him dearly, and, and we've become very, very good friends. Well, he's a fellow Filipino, so, you know, <laughs> we we, lo- we love to have fun.
2: Oh,
1: I know that. And, you know, when sure. you do
0: it, you know, it, to me, when you do Spirit's work, you've got to have fun with it. You've got to, when you go about God's work, you've got you've to gotta enjoy it. You've got to have fun. You do it for the love of, right. you know, not not for any other reason. Right.
1: You know, I mean, and that's what, you know, most people think enlightenment means all this work. And, yes, it is work to a degree until you wake up and you get these epiphanies and then you're like, oh, my gosh, I am doing it. I am in it. Just like yes, when you told Ricky, exactly just right. show up, just show up and smile, and, you know. But, uh, but you know, so many people make it hard and they, they think they have to suffer through it. And, you know, and that's what I really, really liked about, you know, the description of your work. It's like, you know, it, it's working with the thoughts. It's working with with the whole energy field, you know, and, you know, and Ricky knows I, I've had this thing where I I've fall and I've broken my leg, you know, in January and, you know, I'm walking now, but of course I, I'm one of the first people you're going to be working on when you're here because I want to walk even better. But I know, mm-hmm. I know it was spirit that stopped me. I was going way too fast and too many directions. And so it was like, okay, what? you know, we'll just slow you down. And you can think about things.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, there's nothing that happens to the physical body that doesn't have an emotional foundation to it. I don't care what it is, everything is is seated in the emotions. Uh, Cancer, take cancer, a disease of anger and judgment. Uh, Anything dealing with broken bones or things of that nature, we're dealing with support issues, Uh, heart conditions. Well, it deals with trust, especially surrounding around love issues. Uh, everything has an emotional foundation. I don't like to put Band-Aids on, so I always listen to the body and see what the body's trying to tell us, uh, what the emotional foundation is, because not only do you have to work and repair the damaged cells and tissues of the body, but you must get the individual to take a look at the emotional garbage from the past that set this up for you. And it's so yeah, important the, to address those
1: things. Yeah, I did the. Um, it was really interesting. In two thousand six, I broke my ankle. Okay, it didn't just break it. It was hanging. Okay, and my. Mm-hmm. And I mean, seriously, it just snapped and was you know it took ten screws mm-hmm. to put it back together. But if I had not had that happen, I wouldn't have found breast cancer because I just you know it was a routine breast exam on, on, on my. know by myself on myself and i was like that wasn't there the last time i checked and but i was i had to be slowed down and you know it was all rolled up into one so when when i broke my leg this time of course all that cellular memory was there
0: oh yeah
1: oh and for four days before i fell i kept going back to the the 2006 when i'm like what the heck you know i mean i'm talking to spirit saying why are you showing me this you know and i just didn't get it i'm very clairvoyant They were showing me this because I was right on that same playing field of going too fast. And, you know, and then that night I broke my leg. I talked to my doctor about that day. I was like, what the heck? What is going on? Why do I keep coming back to this? You know, I've been through five anniversaries. Why the sixth anniversary am I remembering all this? And, you know, it was just for deeper healing, you know, and I get it. I get it. And, you know, you just, once you surrender, which I think is a lot of the work that you're talking about, like, um, Maybe if I'm not on the right track with this, please correct me. But, you know, one of the things that that you talk about is the fact that it's all there in the etheric field. Right. So, so would you go into that just a little bit more so that people can understand that?
0: Well, you know, you know we have several bodies. We have our physical body and we have our, our etheric body, which is a duplicate of the physical body. So when you damage the physical body, there is damage done in the etheric body. So you you also have to repair both bodies. Now, you can do this in one type, you know, situation, because like when I work, I not only just work on the physical body, but I also work in the etheric body. If you have a tumor, say, in your breast... In the physical body, there is one in the etheric body. So you you have to address both, both those issues. Uh, and a lot of it is done with, you know, clearing out the root, what I call the root cause, which is the emotional body, clearing that out. You know, when when, say, a woman has breast cancer, well, it's dealing with sexual issues because the breast is part of the reproductive part of the body. And we, we should get our people that we're working with to address those issues. Uh, and, you know, and to me, the key to all of that is through forgiveness. Forgiveness of your past. Forgiveness of the hurt and pain in your life. Forgiveness of the judgment of yourself, for one thing. And uh, to me, that is the key uh, in addressing all of that. I mean, I could talk for hours upon miracles that I've seen, and it's where people have reached that inside of them to look at their past and say, all right, so this happened to me, but I still breathe today, and I still have the ability to love. Where's the damage except in my ego?
1: You know, it's so interesting. Um, I don't know why. Well, I've just attracted a lot of people that studied the whole – Cause effect and change in people's lives after the Bernie Madoff disaster, where people had invested all their money, and you know, one day mm-hmm. they were driving Rolls Royces, and the next day they were selling right. those to have money to live on. And it's so interesting. There's this one lady who was just flipping out, totally, like, "Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I don't have money." La la. And then, then one day, and she her big fear was she was going to be a bag lady living on the streets. One day, she she looked in her refrigerator. Do I have enough money or enough food for today? Is my um, house? Payment paid for, it, right? Okay, and she did this little checklist, and she said, "So what is the big deal? I am fine, I am okay." Next thing you know, she writes this book, My Fear of Being a Bag Lady, and she's on every show, every show. So she did the complete it. she did the complete turnaround. And I knew when I had the breast cancer, I was still pissed off about my second divorce. So like. Oh, there you are. Oh, oh yeah. please. And and my mother dying, you know, three months. You know, I had just mm-hmm. started teaching and traveling. I was on a nine-day teaching and traveling trip after my divorce. Mm-hmm. I was, like, celebrating that I get to travel and teach again. And um and then my mother, when I get home, she was given three months to live. And so it went from this exuberant, like, oh, my gosh, my divorce is final. My mom can watch my kids and I can travel to, okay, the universe went and and it was all for a reason. We all know that. But when I but, but the ankle wasn't enough. It was the breast cancer, and this was like you know t- almost two years, two and a half years later. And it was just it had been festering inside me and and stu- stu- exactly you know, right just brewing. And so you know, when they, when the whole breast cancer came, I knew, and I was exactly, you know, the same age as my grandmother who had died of it, and I'm like, okay, more work to do with my father's lineage, more work to do with this, more work to do with that, and it was like, you know, you're right, it's all there. I mean, I was a nurse for years, Father Joshua, and like, I knew, you know, when you would do, take the history, you'd say, well, what was your last two years like, and you could just see it. Oh, I had a death of a child. Oh, I had a loss mm-hmm. here, and so... So what you're doing with the psychic surgery, so that people understand, you're you're actually working with all the emotional, mental, spiritual, physical, and all the etheric levels outside the body, but you're going correct. inside as well.
0: Yes, correct. You know, there's 30, actually there's 37 of us that come from uh, the northern part of the Philippines, and we all have ties to a, a a group of Filipinos called Igorots, and they are tribal people. They were the first inhabitants of the Philippines, and we all have this bloodline tied to them, and all all of us healers, and it's kind of handed down in a bloodline uh, from uh, from these these uh, people who settled in the northern part of the Philippines. They were the first inhabitants of the Philippines. And they actually have, we have stories of them coming down from the northern part of the Pacific Ocean and settling in uh, Baguio and uh, another city called phila in that area there uh, from a place called Mu, which in the Western world, uh, we know it as uh, a mythical continent uh, known as Lemuria. And uh, so it, it, the, the, what I call the gift is kind of handed down in a bloodline. It may skip a generation or two and then it resurfaces again and It's the ability to be able to open the body up the physical body, open it up with uh with our hands. We don't use instruments; we just use up our bare hands, and uh there's certain prayers that are said and energy and focus work uh that that allows us to do this. Uh, you mentioned Alex Rubito. A- Alex and I worked together many times before in the past, and he's, I guess he's one of the most famous of, of us healers uh, today. And um, I remember back in the mid-'70s when Alex was guided to uh, to do go to a in Sweden where they examined him, the doctors put him on stage, stripped him down to his underwear, had brought people out for him to work on and, and uh then they examined the blood and the tissue and everything that was taken out and you know, and fifty uh, percent of the scientists said yes it was real human parts and the other fifty percent didn't agree that it was. You know, but Oh it, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of hard to understand this type of thing, right. but you know, my, my contention with any of this, if somebody stands over you with a feather or a piece of paper and you mumble jumble some words and your pain goes away, you don't need to understand how it works. You just need to get up and thank God. Right,
1: because absolutely. That's where
0: the energy comes from. It comes from the Holy Spirit.
1: Oh, so, listeners, this these this is you know the wise words of Father Joshua, and I just want to mention several things um, because this is a short interview, and uh, he will be in St. Louis. Uh, you'll get to meet him on July the fifteenth, which he will be at the Spirit Seeker Expo, which is from nine to five. Everything will be on the Spirit Seeker site by tomorrow morning. I know it should be there now, but patience, please. <laughs> spiritseeker.com and we're just finalizing all the different um, speakers but yes people are already scheduling sessions with Father Joshua so um, for $7 your your admission fee into the expo will allow you to do the keynote speaker lecture with Father Joshua but I would highly highly recommend pre-registration uh, because then you will have a reserved seat for that lecture we are already booking appointments all you have to do is send me an email to info at spiritseeker.com or just go to the Spirit Seeker site and hit the contact us form and that will also come to me. Then um then the private sessions are from ten to five Monday through Friday and then on Saturday the twenty First, um, there will be the um, the healing workshop, which is from 10 to 5, if I remember correctly. So we have lots of lo- lots of things going on with Father, Father Joshua, and um, well, I'm just delighted you're coming, and we're going to have a great time. Oh, I'm excited.
0: You know. <laughs> okay. You know, All right. I, I'm excited.
1: Yeah, same here. St. Louis is excited, too, and, you know, it's so funny and I know you'll get the, the humor of this my, my, the first time I heard of Do, Dr. Alex Arbido you know I was um I was still married at the time to a surgeon so I remember showing him oh. the film and, and you know this was a general surgeon and vascular surgeon who just you know we walked on two different paths we both did healing right. but you know he thought I was crazy and so I showed him <laughs> that film where you know they're pulling the stuff out of the and he just I remember it was one of the final things so he, I, I know he just thought I was just nuts but um, um, but, you know, I know the Filipino culture. My my brothers, um, my nephews have Filipino, and I just love Filipino people. So with Ricky and you both coming to St. Louis, we're just divinely blessed. And oh, um, well, you know, the only
0: thing I can tell you, just come on out. We're going to have a ball.
1: <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> Father Joshua will be at Ricky's booth, and you'll get to meet him. But the, the talk is from 1 to 2 o'clock p.m. But, you know, just call us, and thank you so much, Father Joshua. I'll see you in less well, than well, a, a month. Well, thank you. God bless you. Okay, all
0: right.
1: Welcome, and this is Cindy Meyer, and this is the weekly Spirit Seeker Hour, brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. You can read the magazine at www.spiritseeker.com, and there are over two years of archived interviews uh, located at the Spirit Seeker site. We are read online nationwide and into Europe and Canada but we have a print publication of the magazine in Chicago, St. Louis, Kansas City, and also in Columbia, Missouri. And so we cover anything that's happening in the Midwest. And we have many, many events that we are supporting right now, the first of which is Celebrate Your Life. For six years, I've been a sponsor, or not I, but Spirit Seeker Magazine has been a sponsor of this event. So we will be there covering uh, that event this Saturday. And then we are um, helping with bringing uh, Marion Williamson to St. Louis on June 16th. We are a sponsor of the first ever Midwest Bhakti Fest which is happening in Madison Wisconsin June 29th through July 1st we're supporting Amachi's visit to Chicago June 30th through July 4th and we are talking today with Sonia Choquette, who will be returning to Unity Village and this is Unity Village in the Kansas City area so Sonia are you there
2: Yes, I am. Thank you.
1: And, oh, my gosh, I have been a fan of yours for many, many, many years. The the (laughs) first time I heard your name was, I think it was in 1992. And at that time, it was three to four weeks to get a reading with you. Mm -hmm. So so I know you you have started off, but you've written so many books. And, you know, I use your Trust Your Vibes cards all the time when I'm working with students. You know, it's one of the first decks that I introduce to them. And, you know, so just tell us about who you are. And, and how you came to do this work? I mean, because you've been on this path for a while now here.
2: Well, I I describe myself as a sixth sensory, which is one far better than five, and uh, an intuitive. I'm whole-brained. I have a very highly developed intuitive sense that I believe we all come in with. Just mine never got shut down it actually got refined and developed i'm also an alchemist which means i change vibration i help people get out of vicious cycles energetically and i bring in um, as a teacher i help people deconstruct their energetic matrix or their their patterning that holds them back from their divinity and i i really have uh been very effective at breaking that down for people so I actually lead them forward in ways that they can follow. I don't just tell them what they should do because we all have that voice and that voice is a tormenting voice actually. Um I just really feel like I'm a, a leader and a builder of of the highest potential in every human being I meet and every soul that comes to read my books That's my purpose, is to uplift and liberate and free the authentic self in people. So it's a wonderful, wonderful path. I've been on it my whole life, but I never really decided to be on it. I was already at at the age of 12. I was already reading for people intuitively, giving them guidance. And by the time I was 15, I realized that it wasn't enough for me that I wanted to, that that I didn't want to create dependencies in people, I actually wanted to support their capacity to be self-reliant, so I started teaching people how to resurrect their dormant intuition, because we all come in with it, but it gets, unfortunately, it gets turned off by conditioning, and poor information, and um, um, sabotage and and lots of things like that. So I I've spent I I grew up in a household where being a sixth sensory was normal and natural and very much even expected. So for me to not use my intuition would be the worst form of a handicap. I could I could sustain and and you know who actually said it so brilliantly was um, Helen Keller she said, you know, of all the senses, if you have intuition, you have a connection to everything. And I truly support and and believe and advocate for that. And and I help people heal from that severe amputation. I mean, it fortunately is a sense that can be resurrected. It's just like turning a light off and I help people turn the light back on.
1: That's a beautiful way to describe that. That's just beautiful. So you're taking mm-hmm. people out of the darkness and opening it up with
0: all six senses.
2: Right, as as we are designed to to be and live. You know, it's even Carl Jung said the human being has as four faculties of awareness: thinking, sensing, feeling, and intuiting. And so the intuiting part, unfortunately, for so many of us has been has been silenced. But to our great detriment, because it's the voice of our most authentic self, our authentic spirit. And without following it, quite honestly, I don't see any way how a human being can actually be peaceful or happy or content. It's just in my, in my experience, it's not possible.
1: Well, and listeners, I just want to mention, um, Sonia has uh, been to Unity Village before. She um, taught traveling at the speed of love, and this year she is uh, uh, speaking on the power of your spirit. So you have a couple of options. Uh, Actually, I would encourage you to do both. There's an interactive presentation on Friday evening, August 24th at 7 o'clock p.m., and that is $20 at the door. Or you can do the um, Friday-Saturday uh, presentation you can do the presentation on Friday evening and the Saturday workshop so it's Friday August 24th to Saturday August 25th and the price is very reasonable it's 247 which includes your meals the seminar etc your lodging is separate um, but I have stayed at Unity Village on a number of occasions and it's quite beautiful they have a labyrinth beautiful grounds it's very meditative just to stay there um, and I want to give you a little bit of information uh, you can go to unityvillage.org. dot org forward slash Sonia which is S O N I A and the phone number is one eight six six three four eight six four eight nine. And um you know Sonia I've seen you so many different places. I've seen you mm-hmm. in Phoenix, Chicago, et cetera and but you were in Saint Louis, uh you know Stacy Hunsicker brought you with right. the series and there's this one exercise that you did that um it just stays with me and I use it so often uh in unusual situations it just pops in where you you know what I love about you is you get people standing up out of their seats mm-hmm. you let you, you have your musician you know most of the time with you moving helping move the spirit and when you do that exercise this is how an earth sign dances this is how a water sign dances. Oh my gosh, it is so true. And then you know when you have, when I have an earth sign that just doesn't want to budge, I'll say, "This is how an earth sign dances."
2: This mm-hmm. is how you
1: know, and it's like so perfect. You know the way you get people out of their comfort zones, and you can see some people just don't know how to do it.
2: They just oh, they get very, very scared and rigid. But I tell them, rather than being unhappy with me, recognize that. The rigidity is what's ruining your life right, and I'm here to help you become liberated from that that you know I'm not the one that's causing the problem it's this this fear, but i work I actually try to seduce people out of it through humor, which is what what is one of my gifts is I can be help people laugh at their own fears, and when the minute you laugh at a fear, you're over it. And so so your, that's the one thing.
1: Yeah, and your book, "The Answer is Simple: Love Yourself, Live Your Spirit," it's sold over one million copies worldwide. I mean, yes. you're touching lives in so many ways. And you know, I just want to mention the knee thing. I, you know, I I laughed so hard when I received your new. I, somehow, I'm not on your email newsletter thing, which I need to get on because you sent this email newsletter out, and and a friend of mine forwarded it to me, and because she knew I fractured my right knee and broke my ankle in three spots in january well i you know i'm terrible on crutches so i I, so i knew better than to even try that because i had i have 10 screws in a plate in my left ankle from when i did that you know like six Mm -hmm. years ago so they knew they knew they're like no you can't take any chances so i'm on this walker right Mm -hmm. but when i read your experience of my my crutches were my friend and they were my enemies and I was like on oh my yes. putting around. And then because where do I, I
2: had the same experience. I oh. broke my kneecap in three oh. places. Oh. And so I was having my my experience with crutches and and I wrote my newsletter about my experience. So we And it we, was so
1: perfect and divine with you know, at first if you don't mind I'm paraphrasing but you jump in like at first you it was kind of nice to walk in and someone stood up and gave me right. their seat but by the end of it you just wanted to hit them with, you didn't say this but I felt no like- <laughs>
2: but I did it's like I can't stand this it really got to the point point. and actually I'm still on a cane so oh. I'm still I'm still learning and it's it's all very um, it's all very revealing isn't it about oh. especially people like like us who are Spiritually motivated, it's hard to say. I need help. Right,
1: right. And, and so I, and, you know, I and yeah,
2: more for more than five minutes.
1: <laughs> well, I thought I'd learned the lesson the first time around, but uh, you know what a laugh. And so, you know, it was a tibial plateau fracture is what I had, and they immediately wanted wow. to put. You know, eight to ten screws and a plate in, and I was like, uh, "What are my options?" And so, you know, and I have a friend who had the exact same surgery, and she—oh, I didn't have the surgery, by the way. I opted not to, which I don't know. You know, they tell you all kinds of things, but but the point is, is no matter what, either way, whether you have the surgery or not, it's the same healing time. And yeah, right. yeah, you just—and I have a three-level home. I mean, can you?
2: Oh, imagine? that's funny. Well, you know what I did? I decided it would be my my um, opportunity to build my triceps because I have to get on the stairs and sit on my butt and push myself up and down. Mm-hmm. See, and I was so,
1: afraid I'd slide down. I, well, did, did you have, well, did you have to keep your leg at a 90-degree, like the, the total? In length, the machine.
2: Right? I had to keep my leg in a perpetual motion machine um, for three months. Wow. And um, I was on a wheelchair and grad- crutches about did me in. um, But it taught me, uh, you know, it taught me a lot of things for which I'm extremely grateful. One is that I learned that, first of all, being vulnerable is not comfortable. But unless we're vulnerable, we really can't open up to receiving all the goodness that the universe has to offer us. So we're... It, the more you open up to that and accept your vulnerability, and not sit as a victim, but as where you have genuine need, and and begin to open yourself up to that genuine need, it really is is an important lesson for all of us. Which is why I think so many people are experiencing these spontaneous meltdowns, like you and I have experienced. That that we're all being we're all in a fairly um, deep learning curve to open our hearts and give up control and allow ourselves to receive more support than we're accustomed to. And that also involves developing a a trust that perhaps we have a hard time um, with or have all along, so we get to open ourselves up to that kind of trust experience and and that's very important for evolution right now, that we start trusting one another, we start trusting ourselves, and also to develop more compassion.
1: Oh, I agree, totally.
2: I mean, I had no idea how hard it was to actually be a person who might need those crutches forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I had I... a hard enough time on mine for three months, but imagine if that were your life.
1: Oh, it's. You know, and, and it's so interesting looking at the world from a wheelchair, you know, and, and even grocery, grocery shopping. For I have to
2: tell I'm... you, I kept mine from my office desk, <laughs> <laughs> just as a reminder. Oh, you're funny. But, um, yeah. well, when I'm coming to teach the power of your spirit, this is part of what I'll be teaching, is that it's time we all move into a new paradigm, and that means a new perspective, a new point of view, a new energy that that is, is is able to support more divine flow and less mental control. And that's and how to do that, because I'm not a teacher that will give you information. I'm a teacher that will provide an experience. And from that experience, support it with backup information. But information, we're, we're information overloaded as it is.
1: I couldn't agree more. You know the, the the kids of today. You know, I I I feng shuied a home. For, it was actually a newscaster's home, and I don't know. It was interesting. She was. It's a long story, but the short of it is, is this: she had a three-year-old who scampered up the steps when we were going to the upper level and was on the keyboard, fingers flying. And I said, mm-hmm. "What is that child doing?" And she said, "Oh, he's on YouTube." anything he wants to learn, he asks us how to spell it and then he types in those letters three years old learning anything and everything about life through YouTube. Wow. I know. And I looked at that and I thought, okay. And you know, and I have kids, you know, I've raised a bunch of kids with mm-hmm. life kids and kids, cetera. And I can remember when the internet started in 94. And I can remember,
0: right.
1: you know, like, but the the kids, I have a 14-year-old. And so, when the Olympic Games were going on, they were all back and forth. They're all group texting group. I mean, it's, all of these social medias, it's all changed everything. So I agree. I mean, I remember Britannica encyclopedias. Now I'm showing my age here. Yes. And going to the library with your library part.
2: (laughs) Well, we miss out on a sensual experience if it's all mental, and that's where we're at risk to actually lose even more touch with our intuition, which is why the kind of work that I do is so important because it's it's a paradox. On one hand, the quantum world requires that we're intuitive, And yet at the same time, if all we're learning is through the mental faculties and not through the spiritual channels, then we really set ourselves back. Right. We really compromise ourselves. I mean, there's so many people I talk to who don't know how they feel.
1: Yeah, they're they're totally in mental realm.
2: They don't even have a, a languaging for it. So intuition works through the feeling center. And the feeling center is the only center where you can know your authentic self. So without that there's no capacity to be happy. No matter how much information you have.
1: So this is why when you come to your seminars, get ready because you let yes. spirit just I mean I love the title of this the power of your spirit. Not not the power of your spirit.
2: Right. Because every one of us is a divine spirit embodied and and, and it's a powerful force. We are not We are not, um, it's not necessary for us to fear. We just tap into our power and make life happen rather than hope that what is happening is going to be good for us. It's just very important that we change the paradigm. So when people come for the experience, they, they leave with that inner faculty alive and well. And it's like turning the headlights on in the dark forest in the middle of the night, you know I can see now, and the forest is the same, but I'm not blind i'm not I'm not at at the and in the dark right. I can make informed choices because I can see what i'm dealing with i can I can feel and sense what's true, so I can make decisions for myself that support that, and that's why my work is so important.
1: I I totally get it. And, you know, having experienced your workshops, it's just, you know, it's a delight. Well, and it is. And, you know, to me, you liberate people. That's
2: my point. I get them out of jail. And I really do it in such a way that they love who they are, as they should. I really reintroduce people to themselves. And, And it's just, I am just passionate about it.
1: And you know you you um you know I I love that you were an international traveler and you know you've studied in Paris you've you yeah, know, I just
2: you... came back from Tokyo yesterday
1: how was that
2: fabulous even though there was an earthquake while I was there so that really?
1: was
2: fun it was I was it was fabulous and you know it was interesting when I was there that the Japanese people are the most kind sweet polite people and they would come to hug me and then they would go back to the end of the line and come up to hug me again. Oh, how sweet. And go back to the line and come up and hug me again. You're like was a little like, miniature
1: amyagy here. <laughs> honestly,
2: I was doing that kind of work, just loving them and and and, and letting them feel their heart space. And it was very, it was my fourth time there, and every time is just fantastic. They are so sweet. I felt very privileged to be there. And I just came off a six-week tour of Europe, so it's it's it's. I'm a gypsy. I love traveling and teaching.
1: Well, and what better? I mean, that's you know, what more can you ask for? Yeah. You know, I it's,
2: I'm so blessed.
1: Right, right. And this is even with your knee. Nothing stops us, right?
2: <laughs> Honestly, I went to Australia in a wheelchair in March. Nothing <laughs> stops me. But I would say maybe that wasn't the best. Idea for
1: me. Oh, I can't even imagine that flight. I know. You know. That's why I'm staying in the Midwest this summer. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. But it's so funny. You'll appreciate this. You know, I, I was not about to try those steps in my house because, knowing me, I would have slid down. You know. Mm-hmm. And And uh, so I had my, the, I had the hospital bed in the living room. Just rearranged everything, and I still taught my students. Still had everything. And this one student, who saw me for the first time standing, afterwards she says, "You know, I've never seen you standing." <laughs> It was just hysterical yeah. because I was either in the hospital bed or a wheelchair. And people, you know, this one person said, oh, a friend of mine said, well, how can she be teaching if she's in like a wheelchair? And she said, well, her mind's fine. It's just her knee and her ankle. It's <laughs> like, you know, you just keep going. But, you know, I can't imagine those long flights with your knee. But it
2: was It's challenging. You know, you make it's it. all good.
1: People show up to help.
2: It's all good. Yeah. There's right. there's never a moment where I feel like somehow there isn't a benefit here and and I'm open to it. Yeah. So but you've been
1: featured on CNN, ABC, NBC, you've been um you're a member of the Transformational Leadership Council. Mm-hmm. You you've really like you have tentacles, you know, and connections worldwide, which is just really quite beautiful and, thank you. You know, and Well, like, I
2: love people and i know that no matter how much how different we are in our external customs and outlooks in our soul in our spirit we're the same yeah. and that's same. my mission is to start having people witness one another from that perspective of these are your this is your family these are your these are your kindred spirits that there are no enemies and that, and that, if you live in the spirit, you begin to see and experience and live that. And that is the beginning. If you find peace in your own heart, it's like the Chinese saying: peace in the heart, then peace in the home; peace in the home, peace in the community; peace in the community, peace in the state; peace in the state, peace in the world. So I'm starting with peace in the heart.
1: Sounds like the Dalai Lama, who was just in Chicago. I mean, he had three students, you know, who. He didn't pick the winners, but he had them submit a, uh, an essay on how can we bring peace into our home that then ripples out into the world. How can we make a difference? You know? Right. And and it's, if we repeat that one more time so the listeners get it, if we have peace in our heart. Peace in the
2: heart, then it's peace in the home. Peace in the home, then peace in the community. Peace in the community, then peace in the state. Peace in the state, then peace in the world. So we all have to begin with peace in the heart.
1: That is just so beautiful. And, you know, so listeners, we only have a a couple more minutes. I just want Mm -hmm. to uh, just say if you would like to go to Sonia's website, it is S O N I A C H O Q U E T T E dot com. There's a lot of information on there, and then theunityvillage dot org forward slash Sonia S-O-N-I-A she will be uh, Sonia will be teaching the power of your spirit it's a retreat and workshop you can either do the Friday evening only August 24th or the Friday evening and Saturday August 24th 25th Uh, you can call Unity Village at 1-866-348-6489 Sonia, do you want to add anything else about, you know, just anything else about the workshop? I know we've talked a little no. bit about well, it. Well,
2: just as a as a final statement, um, come and have the experience of your spirit. Call your spirit home, and the rest of your life will work out surprisingly well. So it's not a matter of chasing this, that, and the other. It's anchoring in your spirit, in your authentic self, and that gives you the power to create to have intimacy, to have abundance, to have joy, to have have connection, to have synchronicity. So without that, there is no success.
1: So there you are. And so, so there I go. I... Yeah, please
2: come. That's my only other message. Please come. <laughs>
1: Oh, my gosh. And, you know, in this issue of uh, Spirit Seeker, the June issue, there's a wonderful inside front cover ad about the event in Kansas City, and we will have an article in our July issue by Sonia. And, you know, so you'll be at the Bhakti Fest, you know, yes. the July issue, you know, which I know you live in Chicago, so that's all perfect and divine. So oh, thank you so I, I much. I'll you for for all me. my
2: love. Okay, okay thank, thank you. Okay, thank you.
1: I'll see you in August.
2: Okay. Bye. So, bye. Mm-hmm.